Lee Dort and I'm down in Dunk. This is Lee Dort and I'm down in Dort. I'm Josh Giddy and I'm down to Dunk. Hey, this is Kenny Hustle and I'm down to Dunk. I'm Darius Baisley and I'm down to Dunk. I'm Mike Muscala and I'm down to Dunk. This is Poku and I'm down to Dunk. I love cereal. Captain Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cracklin' Oat Brand. Oh, I can have these. I'm going to share with my team, but I'm a hog most. Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. With me today, I've got Taylor Dickerson. What do you call an illegally parked frog? Toad. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Same there. And Jay. It's Jay. Well, guys. Are you a Metallica guy? Not really. I mean, I'm into I'm into that, you know, heavier music. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, uh I like Metallica. I <laughs> I cut my music teeth on Metallica. Yeah. Did you? Which album? I Ride the did Lightning. Too. Man. Probably the album that I remember the most from Black being Album was Injustice for All. And then Black Album. Now, I didn't listen to Injustice for All when it came out, but I remember, dude, and I think it was actually Beavis and Butthead where One one came on. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, what is this? Dude, that music video freaked me out when I was a kid. It was terrifying. Yeah. So I got super obsessed with uh, Metallica. I went and saw them in 19, probably 95. Wow. 96. Uh, Really? They're like one of the loaded albums or reloaded. 14 or something? Yeah. 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 It was at the old Myriad, you know? It was like now the whatever it is, the Prairie Wolf. Production center, mm. convention center. Anyway, but it was uh, it was intense, man. And during one, the pyrotechnics, we were, I mean, we were so far up in the nosebleeds, <laughs> you know, for whatever those have. And during the pyrotechnics, it like you could feel the fire. Wow! Give me fuel. Give me fire. Did it give you that, that which same, you desire? Within that same year, I don't know how I pulled this off, but I got the opportunity to go watch Jimmy Page and Robert Plant. They were doing this no quarter tour. Oh wow! So wow. I saw basically Led Zeppelin. John Bonham's mm. son was playing drums. Jason, oh, okay, okay. John Paul that? Jones was playing bass. Man, it was incredible. Man, wow! I was undeserving of that kind of high quality music. What other? I disagree. Uh, con- what other concerts did you go I to disagree. in the nineties? Yeah, I went to the Horde Fest. Saw Ben Harper. Blues Horde Fest. in nineties in nineteen ninety eight. Oh, saw wow. Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, wow! Classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alana Davis. That's great. Oh, Thunder twenty uh, eighth in net rating. Yeah, I don't want to talk. Which about is them. kind of Alanis Morissette. No, she you ever see her? No, she's no. too big. Yeah, way too big. Dang. Uh, it's kind of a miracle that they're not last in net rating after losing by seventy three points. points. Like that's. Well, we already talked about that game. It's pretty cool. Uh, in defense, you know, there was a time where they were thirteenth. They're now seventeenth in defense. All right, middle offense. of the pack. Offense, something positive, something positive. They're up over 100. Okay, <laughs> hey, still yeah. last. Which is great. Still last, 100.3. The bottom five, the Thunder, the Pistons, the Magic, the Rockets, the LA Joel. Clippers. The Clippers. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Huh. You know, the Clippers are in net rating. Wow. 11th. Wow. De- defensive rating is pretty good. Pretty good. That's kind of shocking, right? They're fourth. I mean, not what, really. What is their offense, though? It's like 
Paul George and Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Which Reggie is not. Last time I looked over the I haven't watched a Clippers moment this year. Yeah. Reggie was not the same Reggie so far this year. No. Has had, that changed? He's had some games. Has he? That were that are like he's okay. had some. I mean, he's he's Reggie. He's yeah, good. Yeah, one game bad, five games. Then who else is again. on that team? Hold on, let me Zubox. You got Terrence Mann. Man, you didn't watch the You're Brandon Boston explosion of, uh, the other night. Is he? Did he play for the Clippers? He had twenty eight points in a game the just other that night. night, and then he went back to his team. Gosh, twenty eight points. He was really good. Yeah, he's been this, a surprise. A lot of people were really down on him after college. A lot. I mean, there were people. I mean, just so people know, there were people saying like he is broken. Really? Yeah. That's. I mean, that's. It was people. People were just saying like, don't, don't, just don't. And you know, good for him. Because I mean, it's. I mean, he had a choice to make. You know, coming into the league, like how he was going to react and how he was going to approach his career, and. uh it's great. Look at that. Good for him. Well, Brandon Boston and, and Terrence Mann. It's like, all right, you got some two, yeah, two I mean, young guys that could. And they've provide, got guys produce. in the G. They got a bunch of guys in the G League. They've got you know Keon Johnson's in the in the G League for them. Ooh, like, that's a guy that a lot of people thought. Would it's be a so funny pick. that the Clippers would take. Like those are pretty big swings. I guess you it's they pretty much you see all both are. sides of it where like for the Clippers you probably need somebody that can come in and contribute. Yeah. But at the same time is you have your roster relatively set. So take some guys that might be your guy in four years when Kawhi mm-hmm. and PG mm-hmm. age or leave or whatever. Yeah. Luke Kennard, Marcus Morris. I forget about Marcus Morris. Yeah. Man, they're an injury away though from being real spicy. Well, do you also forget about Serge Ibaka? Yeah. yeah, Peaky Baca. Peaky Baca. Peaky Baca. He's not Peaky Baca. No, he no. is not. Just post a Peaky Baca. Post a Peaky Baca. <laughs> good, good. Post Peaky Baca. Lakers <laughs> lost to the Grizzlies last night, continuing their uh, triumphant oh, return to greatness. Yeah, the Grizzlies. Better without John, man. I'm going to say it right now. We'll take him. I mean, let's they just legit- continue it on from last They week, legitimately right? have been better. <laughs> They're up to 22nd in defense. They were dead last for a long time. I mean that's uh what does it mean? I think they maybe maybe here's here's my here's my <laughs> guess. I'll just throw it out there. I think that what happens is they have to figure out, hey, we were relying too much on Ja. Yeah. A lot of standing around watching him play. And so what we're gonna do is we're gonna figure out how to play as a team. And when yeah. Ja com- Ja comes back, that's probably the top team in the West. They got a lot of playmakers. They're not one person. Not warriors, not sons. Not They're not jazz. one person. There's five people out there. They're a fist. Okay, they have to fist these teams. I watched like one play. I knew that, that, was, I knew that there was night. a fisting joke coming. It was, it was coming. We figured <laughs> yeah. it out. Uh, yeah, Memphis is fourth. Memphis in the West. In the West, <laughs> yeah, fourth. I mean, that's above the no. Okay, yep, perfect. That huh? is crazy. I was about to say above the Jazz. I was like, no, 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 no. So you got no. the Suns, the Warriors, <laughs> and Warriors, the Jazz. Suns, Jazz, Grizzlies. I don't even know who's Gosh, beyond that. Like, it, I'm not even paying attention oh, we to asked the this, top of the standings. We asked this question on tampering this week. Who do you think is the fourth best team in the West? I was just looking at it, and it's like, wow. I guess I didn't realize how many teams in the West, uh, you know, we talk about. Like, uh, how do I say this? You're like, what? what is happening over there? Uh, what is going je on? Je ne sais quoi. Oh, yeah. How, is it, how many teams little... have that? Uh, je ne sais quoi. <laughs> It is like 
Clippers, Dallas, L.A., Denver, even like Minnesota, Portland, Sacramento. People are like, "What? What is? Is that good? Is that? Is this going to be good? Is this going to be bad?" It's weird. It is weird. Is this a year when the East is better than the West? Uh, I don't, dude. After the Jazz slaughtered the Sixers last night, I don't think so. You got the Nets. You've got Nets the good. Bucks. Bulls. The Heat, the Bulls. We can hear that, Tayshawn. Oh. The Bulls just got beat. Oh, by somebody that was shocking. I got it. I'm on it. If they got beat by someone that was shocking, then they got beat by themselves, Jay. Wow. That no, was, they got beat, okay. beat like a drum by the Cavs, is what happened. Oh, yeah. Cavs sneaking up, dude. Bulls damage. better watch out. These they Cavs are sneaking, are sneaking up. up. Sneaking up and doing damage. That's true. Which team in the West is most likely to sneak up and do damage? <laughs> it has to be Denver in my mind. Like, when, if Jamal Murray comes back, what he looks like, that's a pretty substantial addition that nobody else is going to have this year. Yeah. Like, even post-trade deadline, like, Dallas is pretty locked in, and I don't love what Jason Kidd's doing with that team. Uh, I think the Clippers are going to be what they are. I think the Lakers, I have no idea what they can even do to improve their roster. They'll do something. They need a guy like um, oh, what's oh, Alex Caruso? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Helpful. Yeah, they'll. Do, I mean, they will undoubtedly do something. LeBron teams always do something. Always. Yeah, I just for sure, and they're going to leverage more of their future for their. I mean, Taylor Horton Tucker, or they'll do something. Somebody, They'll get somebody off the scrap heap too. Like yeah, whoever gets somebody will become available. Yeah, they will. This will. This what do you is need? Not Just another team. wing or something? They need somebody that's not thirty-eight. You know that can play big minutes for them. That's what they need. Those those aren't normally the guys that get bought out. Yeah, I mean, they could use Mike Muscala. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you what they're not getting, the moose. They had the moose. They had the moose. They had the moose. They did. They, got they let loose. the moose loose. Yeah, Dang it, it's beat you to it. Dang it. Um, so who, let's go through they it. They goosed the moose. So would you take Memphis over the Clippers in a series? No. No. Would you take Memphis over LA Lakers in a series? No. No. Memphis over Dallas? Maybe. No. <laughs> over Denver? No. No. Okay. And then Minnesota, <laughs> Sacramento. <laughs> They played well, but I I don't believe that they are going to make make noise in the playoffs. You know, I I still think that one of the fourth best team is probably the the Clippers or the Lakers. Yeah, and it's probably the Lakers. Yes, I agree. I mean, they still have Anthony Davis. They still have LeBron James. They still have Russell Westbrook. Like if they're healthy Malik in Monk. the playoffs, huh? if those three guys are healthy. They're just going to be hard to beat in know. the playoffs. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. Why? How hard? I don't know. <laughs> I just watch them, man, and it's just so Yes, it bad. is. Discombobulated. It's, it's Speaking of. terrible. But do you not think in the playoffs it's just going to be. No. <laughs> it could be. Discombobulated? No, no. They could, they could get it like, together. Like turn it on. Yeah. yeah, get it together. Get it. yeah I just need to see together. it some point before the playoffs then put it together. Yeah, definitely. There's still a ton of time left. Yeah, there's at least, you know, 10 or 15 games. There's, there's like 50, 56 games or yeah. something like that for them to get it together. I understand all of that. It's just like, 
I've watched too many Russell Westbrook teams clunk their way through a season. But he's not the he's not the guy on that team. He's yeah. not, but he is. You know, I do know what you mean. Unfortunately, he's not, but he is. Yeah. he actually has been playing pretty well recently. Yeah, he he's has pretty he well. Has. You uh, think they would try to trade Russ? I think they'd try to trade Anthony Davis probably. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, like what piece, what piece is you know somebody that you could get good assets for? Dame for Dame for Anthony Davis. Who says no? So you have Russ and Dame. Who says no? The Lakers say no. Yeah. Okay. No. Well, that's that's your opinion. That is definitely my opinion. That's the opinion that I have <laughs> and hold right now. Jay, you're just in a goofy mood, huh? I'm a little crazy. You're just goofy. What do you think? So speaking of Dame, like so big kind of trade stuff murmuring. You've got Dame, and it's not really big, but obviously yeah. the Pacers are, are a huge one. And, you know, immediately yeah. Thunder fans are like, get us Domas. Uh, and by Thunder fans, I mean me. Uh, I want Karis. Uh, so Miles Turner is one of the ones that I'm kind of intrigued by. Like, you have any kind of feeler on where he goes to make a direct impact? I don't know. I, I feel like he might be a uh, Peaky Baca situation. Once I he's totally traded. agree. Because there's, like, there was this athletic article talking about how he wants a bigger role, he's capable of doing more, all this stuff. And it's yeah. like, bro, you've had a chance. And it's like, dude, even this year, about? even this year, it's like, you still have games where you have six points. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't, I don't get it. it. It would feel very, somebody either needs to get him as like their fourth starter or, yeah. They're going to trade for him thinking he can be more if he just spreads his wings. And then they're like, oh, no. And then they trade him for Terrence Ross. Isn't that one of the strangest things? What's that? Um, the Pacers? Just remembering that the Orlando Magic thought Serge Ibaka could be like their number one guy. Yeah. <laughs> that is really weird to think about now. I don't. I still don't understand that trade. I mean, I appreciate it because it ultimately I, got a Shea. And I thank you so much. So many picks. For making that mistake, yeah, that is wild, yeah. wild, yeah. Miles Turner, which is why the magic. Against, I mean, they've changed, but it's like you can't comparing the magic and the Thunder is like no, can't do that. No, let alone the fact that the magic also had like over their tenure drafted Dwight Howard number one, drafted yep. Shaq number one, yep. drafted Penny what number three, four. Well, one, had the number two, one pick, traded it to get Penny. Mm-hmm. So it's like they have had some success in their day. Of yeah. getting draft picks, they even I mean Victor Oladipo was a high draft pick anyway. Yeah, I'll stay out of that. Yeah, uh, Miles Turner against the Washington Wizards, powerhouse of the Eastern Conference. In thirty minutes, five point seven boards. Yeah, How many blocks though. Uh, four. Whoa! Against Milwaukee in twenty two minutes, two points, eight boards, one assist. Yeah, bro, that's yeah, why that he's guy... being underutilized, y'all. No, that guy doesn't. You just wait till he can spread his wings somewhere. Yeah, exactly. He's had how many years? Five, six. I don't know. It's great. He's twenty-five, so probably five or six. That's yeah, right. He's been pretty years. young. Six years. You've had plenty of time to this be is in your seven. The, yeah. To be in your seventh year to and be to fair, not have two to, points. To, so just to play a little devil's advocate, I do think that number one is he's right. He's 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 weirdly utilized. You have a team that's too big dominant, right? Like Domas and Miles Turner, questionably the two best or at least highest level players on their team. You could argue probably Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, Karras. Yeah, Karras. A lot of disrespect for my boy, Duarte, Karras. Duarte, probably. Um, 
But for me, is I do think that like we just don't know ultimately what Miles can do with because he, he does have a unique skill set. Like he's an incredible shot blocker. That's a mm-hmm. pretty. I mean, he's led. He's been in tops of the league for almost his entire career. Yeah, and he is somebody that in theory can stretch the floor. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how. I mean, I, I once again could pull it up. I think it's somewhere between. He's probably my bet would be he's thirty four to thirty eight percent from the three point line. Is that fair? What do you? This think? season he's been good. He's thirty nine percent. Yeah, this season. So I mean, he does have that skill set that would be tantalizing to a team that does need to sport uh, a floor spacing big. Yeah. Um. And, but, but it, you have to be somebody that's in in it now, right? Like. But if Miles Turner is your second best player, what are you? The Pacers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You'd rather have Domas though. Um. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. For sure. Like me. I mean, if you so had if so one of those at, players was coming to the Thunder, a hundred percent, you'd rather have Domas. So this is not a reality. Uh, this is not a, even a possibility. But I'm looking at like, so the Milwaukee Bucks. Brooke Lopez had back surgery. I don't. He's out indefinitely. I don't know if that means season or I haven't seen the most recent update. Yeah, they said that the people are saying he'll come back for the playoffs. So if you had an opportunity to add Miles Turner to kind of fill in that Brooke Lopez spot. Like, what does yeah. that do for a yeah, team like that? Yeah, that makes sense. Which, I, that's not a gettable, probably, contract, I would assume. Because yeah, the Bucks are kind of limited on their resources. But Brooke Lopez, filling that Brooke Lopez spot, Brooke Lopez is the fourth, fifth guy? No, no, no. I'm not saying Miles Turner comes. No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I don't think Miles Turner comes in and is your... Yeah, I think fourth best player yeah. is right where he needs to be. And I guess that's what we're saying. I mean, but, it's, but just, I, it's just funny because like he's been available via trade for a long time. A long time. Yeah. And the Boston Celtics said, we'd rather not. Yeah. Like, they they Celtics had, said we'd rather have Evan Fournier for half of a season. Yeah. They said, no thank you. Just didn't. Just would not even partake. I mean, that, that has to tell you something, right? It does tell me something. It either tells you that... Boston's doing a bad job, which maybe or, is what I would actually lean towards. But which which could be true, or that maybe Miles Turner is not who Miles Turner thinks Miles Turner. is. I mean, that's almost always a reality for NBA players. Yeah, they all almost all of them have an inflated view of themselves, and for us, it's really hard to a lot uh, of them do, especially ourselves. kids like Miles Turner. Which, no offense to Miles Turner, this is similar to a majority of people probably came out of high school. Yeah. As I mean, if you're seven foot and has his skill set, I'm assuming Miles Turner was a top 10, 15 recruit. So oh, yeah. the whole world dotes over him. He goes to Texas, plays one year, whole world dotes over him, gets drafted in the lottery. Everybody talks about his gate, though. Everybody's worried about his gate because yeah. out of college. Yeah. His gate. It's a wide open gate. That's all right. Anyway, I don't know. That's there's just we're getting to that point. I think it's this week, unless I'm wrong. I think it's this week that. All of the contracts. December 15th. December 15th. So so yeah. Wednesday of this week, all the con, which I don't think that means that Wednesday's the flood day, but. Could be. All the contracts that were signed in the offseason become eligible for, for trading. And so. Mm-hmm. Um, it, well, you talked about the inflated view. It's really interesting thinking about that and this Thunder team. And like there aren't very many guys on this team that feel that way about themselves, at least like express it openly. Okay. Here's the thing, though. The players that think that way about themselves and then can actually execute and like deliver and perform, we just don't consider them like out of their minds, really. Like, because I would say Lou Dort was probably that. Lou Dort is a very confident young man. Yeah, but but he doesn't. But but you, 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 I don't think you come in as an undrafted free agent 
and have that inflated view of yourself. Like the dude is, if, if he had that kind of inflated, he view has of himself, the confidence, but he doesn't have exactly the overinflated view that Miles it, Turner is like, hey, I'm being, I need, yeah. And the only reason I would say that yeah. is because if you have an inflated view of yourself and the Thunder offer you the contract that Luke Dort is on, he, right. he laugh no, at he it and go find down. another contract. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. 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 That's totally true. No L man today. L man just texts us and said, sorry, brothers. He, it was the most weak. Let's go through it. Just a, read the text. It was the most weak attempt to try to jokingly <laughs> telling us he wasn't driving down to Oklahoma City. It was like the weirdest, like, all right. I'm going to read the text. Okay? Yeah. Guys. No, they're, they're, I don't think they're appropriate. I think I can. Yeah, I can. Just be careful. Is this your Tayshaun's Factoid Fickery Yeah, victory? sure. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Tayshaun's Factoid Fickery Victory. There's gonna be, <laughs> there's gonna be two sides to this. Tayshawn factor for three, First, we're gonna be calling out Luke. So I'm just gonna read straight up from the uh, from the text thread. Okay. Okay. Here is Luke, guys. I warn you, I am a sleepy PP. <laughs> I am currently in Stillwater and very much not looking to drive to OKC this evening. Andrew, does that mean you aren't coming? Luke, I'm worried about my ability to come. Luke, I am feeling pretty weird, RN, uh, right now. And then Luke sends a picture. I'm just like the tiredest I've ever been in my life. (laughs) I said, go to sleep right now then. Luke said, currently in bed. That was at 7.30 p.m. He just texted us, said he wasn't coming. There's no way... He slept 11 hours and then was like, I'm still too tired. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on here. This is a Luke, uh, this is a Luke call out. I know the L man enough out. to know that more than likely he did go to bed at that time and then woke up somewhere around 11. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Right. And then that's just true. played games for two hours. And, and yeah, then until 3 a.m. and yeah. then went back to bed. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, that's totally true. See, the thing is that he hasn't acquired the dad superpower of not yeah. needing sleep. Yeah. It took me a minute, but I am there 100%. Yeah. I have not fully gotten there, although yeah. I feel great this morning. Yeah. So maybe it's developing. I also have like a pastor superpower of that, too, I'm sure. <laughs> the Holy Spirit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about. Oh, it's a spiritual gift. Yeah, it's a spiritual gift. I have a second uh, part of this. Miguel Devella said the old man deep dived out of the pot. He did. He's a sleepy pee pee. <laughs> Here's the second part. Uh, what's your favorite thing about Luke, man? I feel like I owe him. And I was actually feeling bad about using my segment to call him out. Wow. When I was gone, he used this his segment to talk good about. I, I planned was going to three days ago. That. I was going to say that. Uh, that he. He built you up when you yeah he did and he I did. I called him out I, and to be fair you had like a legitimate like hey I'm traveling and I can't be here reason yeah like you couldn't be here you weren't I just, just a sleepy PB we want to appreciate Luke okay. uh so here man I'll go around the table here uh number one is fans may not know this but Luke did all of the work to get our t-shirt hub thing going yeah he's true Teespring no these uh, yeah yeah uh, yeah. And uh, apparently, yeah, to proof in the pudding here. Uh, Yeah, none of us know. So he did all of the work for that. Luke obviously is, I think, one of the funniest people in the world. Uh, Huge Marvel fan, Star Wars. Nobody in the world do I trust more about Marvel and Star Wars than him. Yeah, although 
you're pretty underrated when it comes to that. You are. You you're always kind of a surprise. Uh, I, I think you beat him in the trivia. I think you beat him in the Star Wars pop, trivia. I'm a huge pop culture guy. Not in the Star Wars directly. That's not pop. Culture. I'm pretty sure you did. Well, I mean, never mind. Let's talk about me for a minute. Let's talk about Jay. <laughs> Actually, what do <laughs> we like? Shift. Let's shift our focus. Please don't. In I other am ways already are, embarrassed. Are, is Jay a dark horse? <laughs> Hey, I feel like it's never been brought up on the podcast. Yeah. Only those who were in attendance at the tap room know that the Kyle Three Man Weavers won. Yeah, that's kind of messed up. Rose to the occasion in what I say is probably the highest stakes. Yeah. I think that was the biggest one we've had. Because we didn't get embarrassed in front of 100 plus of our friends, we won. We right. took that victory lap. You only got embarrassed in front of thousands of people on Valid. the podcast. Yeah, and yeah. shirts made about our embarrassment. It's not quite yeah. that full. I, y'all just were talking about Kyle Weaver on Wednesday, and I was like, I feel like yeah. this is a great opportunity for Alex and Andrew great. to acknowledge. Jay, let's the, let's do it again, dude. The, the Kyle three yeah. man wiener. We, <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's uh, that's about right. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go ahead and finish this one. Oh, the Kyle Freeman wieners. <laughs> okay, uh, back to Luke. Uh, Elman's been one of my friends since sixth grade, which and, is, uh, I know you all don't know this as it's fans. You may not know this as fans, but Andrew and Luke could be the most opposite people in the world. I don't know. I mean, yes, but they, they have a lot of, uh, unique sense senses of, of humor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They share a sense of humor on yeah. stuff for sure. Yeah. Oh man's always been one of the best hangs in the world. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. One of my favorite things about Luke is he will just call me. He'll just like call you randomly. Yeah. And be like, hey, uh so I'm uh driving back from Stillwater right now and uh this song came on. And uh Oh, I was just thinking about uh, that. You know what I'm talking? You know when he just gives yeah. you those calls, though? Yeah. It's like, that's kind of pleasant. That's my my nice. wife is a big fan of Luke, actually. My wife. So that's all I got. Big fan of Elman, huh? That's good. Fan of I also do, like, one of the things I told him. So, like I said, some of you, if you've, you're new listening, is you don't know Luke's story. But Luke did try. Uh, he interned for, I think, DC Comics when he was in college, and then... He used to try. He went out to... <laughs> he went he out did to, try. He, he moved to New York City and tried to make it in... He did improv classes, and he tried to do some stuff out there, and I I don't know, man. Anybody that takes that risk to try for to real. go and do something different, yeah. is, it, it just is such a proof of courage and, and just kind of a... I don't know. I think that's a big deal, and I always... Now, a hurricane ruined his life and sent him back here, but but until then, he sent us a picture of the amount of sewage that had mm-hmm. washed back up into his yeah, yeah that was really but, bad. Um, I just always really appreciate people that are there's no one like Luke, and I really I like that no one. It, also, the best retweets. Oh my! In God, all of Twitter, yes. I dance in the line. I, always. He's always no, on the line. I go to his his thread and I will cry. I'll go three down and be crying, yep. laughing all day, and I'll just send them to him. All the time, I'm like, are you kidding me with yeah, this one? I know they're so funny. He also fills our Instagram posts with a lot of death. He does. John's back toy bigger in mystery. John's back toy bigger in mystery.
All right, before we go to a break, let's talk about these Poku packs that are at ShopGood. There is a Poku pack party happening on Thursday, December 16th from 6 to 8 p.m. That's this Thursday. Holy moly. It's not even a week away. It's six days away. Yeah, I feel like the Thursday that's this Thursday, Thursday that belongs to us was yesterday. Yeah, but you can't go to that one. I can't. I can't go back in time. I tried. Um, Next Thursday. Next Thursday in Automobile Alley, 1007 North Broadway. Which Automobile Alley, top two to three Christmas attractions. It's a great place to go during Christmas. In Oklahoma City. It's so fun. Love it. Yeah. It's beautiful. Poku will be there. You can buy your pack there. You can buy it beforehand and and get it signed by Poku. He'll be there. So The Poku. Alexei Pokushevsky. The Poku. He'll be there. Those packs are nice. I know yeah. I've already said it. Yeah. Do you still got them here? Yeah. They're over there. Yeah. They're great. Can't wait to wear it on a family vacation. Oh, okay. What style are you going to do? Crossbody? Because I feel like I, I actually would I tried do to do crossbody when Andrew said, hey, you should try this on. And then yeah. I got yeah. to the clips and I was like, I, uh, oh, it's too you much. You got nervous. I just, I But did. I think if you had I, the time and weren't and were by yourself, you could, yeah. you would do it. You got me on camera. There's at least yeah. five people watching. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. got real nervous. I think yeah. you could do it. Plus, I got a, I'm a wide boy. There's enough. There's enough oh, slack. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I'm oh, just yeah. saying if Poku made them, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're made this big. Yeah. <laughs> they fit four people. Well, if they go around his waist, he's you know he kind of gets a little thicker as you go down. He's got a nice trunk. Yeah. Oh, man's got a donkey. <laughs> I think I think that I'll wear it just regular regular style. Really? Okay. As a father, I'm a fanny. Yeah, pack. you can. I'm a fanny pack fan. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, that is prime. Now you've got to wear like high white socks and. <laughs> <laughs> new balances, Some Tevas or white gray yeah. new, balances, <laughs> gray new balances, where there's three grays on it. I think I khaki know. shorts and a tucked in polo. Oh yeah. my That's god! The look, spiked no, no. hair, yeah. Sunglasses, <laughs> spiked, spiked hair, sunglasses. <laughs> maybe, maybe frosted tips if you're feeling <laughs> yeah. weird. You know? Hey, you know. All right, can't wait. Coco packs Thursday. Shop good downtown Oklahoma City Automobile Alley. It's gonna be cool. It's, it's be worth cool. the trip. I'm just telling you. Yeah, they really are nice. These aren't like fanny packs that they bought at wholesale and just sewed a patch on these are i can tell these were manufactured for this yeah yeah because like the tag inside is custom i mean all that stuff like they're really nice yeah i was really impressed it's it's shop good man they don't mess around they really really don't mess around this is very true this is very true we're all wearing i'm wearing shop good too wow wow did shop good make that they made this wow they don't even by the way they don't even sponsor us like that they don't they're just really they're just really good. They're just good. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back after this quick break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer, and it was man. Very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back after that quick break. And it's time for some... Questions. Someone's craving froyo. Someone's craving froyo. Uh, first question comes from Smelly Fart Box eighty eight. Oh, oh, yuck! Uh, he, he asks, "Will Mike be on the team post All Star break?" I think he'll be on the team, but he doesn't play. Is my assumption? Yeah, I think I think that's the real question. Is is he is he going to play at all? I really like him, man. I think he's very legit. I posed this question in yeah. the text feed mm-hmm. and only McKelly responded to it which is <laughs> fine I got nervous man I literally baited McKelly back into the text th- thread by posting about Domas coming to the phone <laughs> yeah and it took a while but he did jump back oh, in McKelly, McKelly is so busy like just outrageously yeah. busy right now so but he can't I got like, nervous I sent if, if it's Domas, Domas text though he has notifications for any time the word Domas is yeah mentioned. that's true no it's one of those things where I had the text Andrew on the side I was like is he okay like I haven't heard from him. He didn't do the Monday pod. And yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, he's fine. Anyway, but um, what was the question? I don't know. Dad, come I don't know. I Muscala. didn't know. So I, I asked the question in the text thread. If the Thunder started, Shea, Dort, Giddy, Kenrich, and Muscala, especially after you looked at all the Western Conference teams, that team is in the, is in the play-in. Now, you have to fill in. Obviously, they're not playing all 48 minutes of the, the game. But yeah. So you've got whoever coming off the bench. That's Baisley, Baisley, Baisley off the bench, bench for 15 minutes? Like, this team is that dangerously yeah, 10, close to being five, like five. competent. Yeah. And you see it in moments yeah. where it's like, I don't know how else yeah. we could define this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Andrew said it, like, I think it was last Friday. It's like, so that Memphis game, mm-hmm. it Memphis. spirals out of hand because mm-hmm. Kenrich doesn't come in mm-hmm. to, to genuinely. What do you call him? Uh, game flipper. Yeah, game flipper. Yeah, oh. That's what he does. And so I think that we are very fortunate in our attempt to have a high draft pick that Mark continues to put him on the, like keep him in, in the rotation from the bench. Mm-hmm. I just think if you replace Baisley with, although Baisley, sorry, he should, who should not be named. He, he's he back. Played, I, okay. I, I, I said his name, I just said it somewhere. Well, you couldn't, you couldn't avoid it on Wednesday because Alex was on it for you. He mentioned yeah. Baisley from the top. But he was he really good against yeah. uh, the Raptors. He was good against the Raptors. Yeah. six points. I, I brought him back on Thunder After Dark. Yeah. He's back until he's gone again, maybe tonight. Yeah. So, <laughs> But he's back. Darius Baisley. I we just, can say so, it today. It's fine. So I, I asked that question to you. Like, with that five getting a bulk of the minutes, Yeah, how good could that team be? That's kind of why I really like Moose, because he is that... I hate to bring up Nick Collison, so I won't. Moose is yeah. his own guy, but like he, his competency and his basketball IQ and just his ability to do 
what he's supposed to do consistently, it makes everything on the floor better. Well, Just having five guys that they kind of know what they're doing. Even Dort can step away from that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, but having Moose out there, Kendrick, and Who? then S- Kendrick, and then Who? Kenrich, Kendrick, and then SGA. <laughs> Kendrich? <laughs> Kendrick? Kendrich? 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 <laughs> it's true. There's three variations of pretty much the same name. Yeah, I know. There's a D in there somewhere. I say all of them. <laughs> no, there's not a D in there. There's no, not. I'm saying not in Kenriches, but the difference between Kenrich and Kendrick is a D. No? No. And is it K. just K-E-N-R-I-C-K? There's a K at the end. Oh, yeah, there's an H versus a K. The, the floor spacing is a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big deal. <laughs> It's a really big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. For this team. I need a piece of paper to pin. Huh? I mean, honestly, that, that tells you, especially with with Josh and Shea, that they need some, Mobley. some they need kind him. of elite shooter. And Evan Mobley is not an elite shooter. Like They need an elite shooter. He will with be. Them. Maybe. Oh, he doesn't, stop it. He doesn't have to be. Your Evan Mobley slander will not There's be. There's not handled. slander to say he's not going to be an elite shooter. I can't believe you take Josh Giddy over Evan Just Mobley. He could. I would have taken Josh Giddy number one. He could. Yeah. So Andrew yeah. and I are talking. Just a nice little salt in the wound. So Evan Mobley, I think. Don't is, do this. Okay. Just don't do right. it. Just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't. <laughs> sometimes you just don't have to do things to yourself. Uh, at Miguel Devella 25. Uh, is JRE it's just a coin flip, man? Hey, don't do it. Don't stop. You don't have to do it to yourself. That's the thing about about life. Sometimes you don't <laughs> you have to. That's also the thing about Jay, though. He's yeah. not. He's not going down. Yeah, <laughs> he's fighting. Is JRE a thick daddy or a thick baby? I saw this. I thought about it. He is a thick baby. Okay. Because he has the body, he has the potential to mature into a thick daddy. True. But he does not have the. Yeah, he's not a daddy yet, man. Yeah, like, I'm saying just like he's, physically, yeah. he doesn't have the aura yet. I don't know what ha- he's already. I mean, he's he's stout. Oh, he's big oh guy. yeah, he's got the body. So, yeah, I don't know what he looks like in three or four years, man. Yeah, it's a personality though too. It yeah. is. It's a it's a temperament. I yeah. love Jre, man. He's great. I like what he brings to the floor. I, I really like Terrence him. Mann too. Um, what about gotta, Trey Mann? Do you like him? Oh my gosh, yes, Trey Mann. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Clippers. <laughs> Kendrick. I just want to talk about the Clippers. Oh, golly. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's okay. Anthony uh, Slater gets them mixed up all the time. On formerly, yeah, formerly of the Oklahoman. That's right. Currently of something in San Francisco. The Athletic. Oh, there you go. Oh, is he part of the Athletic? Now? Bro. That's right. I knew that. Company man over here. Company man. Uh, <laughs> hey, I actually have a subscription. Okay. Yeah. I, pay. I, paid, I paid the money to read the article. I'm, really yeah. I'm not broke. I'm not broke either. All right. not broke. It's a dollar. <laughs> it's a dollar. I had to make up email addresses, but I got that dollar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Alex underscore Bullerjack, what's the second best holiday? Mm. Yeah, Christmas is number one, no doubt. Without yeah, question. It's dominant. Andrew would, excuse me, Luke would say Halloween is number one. and But that's also why Luke's a psychopath. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so let's go. Let's go. Thanksgiving. Where's Thanksgiving rank? Um, it's it's a fine holiday, but it's not. It's it's not there. No, and it brings up to what if you don't like your family? <laughs> I mean, Christmas is similar, isn't it? 
Yeah, but at least Christmas has like the whole month leading up to it where yeah. you don't have to be with family and you can just enjoy Christmas stuff. Yeah, yeah. true. You know? Yeah, Automobile Alley, Shop Good, Christmas Thursday night, work parties, fun. My, yeah, fun. Christmas is the best. Yeah. My my second favorite is now the 4th of July. I th- That's kind of where I was leaning as well. So we've got this, we've got an incredible setup now. There's this neighborhood just right over here does their own firework display. That's nice. incredible. And it's just like basically right in our backyard. And it's incredible. You don't even leave the house. We don't even have to leave the you house. You got a pool, a yeah. pond, yeah. ducks, geese, Dang. Ducks, fireworks. Geese. Yeah. We do have a good 4th of July house. Actually. Yeah. That's a great 4th of July house. Yeah, it's a great setup. Yeah, 4th of July is probably my favorite. We have had the fortune of... One billion. The last dollars. three years going to the lake and spending. The like, lake is a great place. To spending spend like literally four, no gosh, five or six days, like just gone. Yeah, dang. So great. just because of the way my job works, like summer is where I can take my more intentional get away from work kind of thing. And so, yeah. our goal next year is to take probably two to three weeks back to back to back off around July fourth. And so, it's awesome. Part of that being at the lake and. uh See, that's why it's the best. It is, man. I do like July 4th. And we get in the boat and we go, like you follow where we go and yeah, we find a spot in the dock and we can watch them. It's just fun. Yeah. 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 I'm really thinking about this. I don't know. So let's walk through them. Valentine's Day, Easter, President's Day. Flag Day. Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Labor Day. <laughs> Indigenous People Day. Arbor Day. Arbor Day. Arbor Day. It's I don't good. think that's ours, is it? Uh, Flag Day. Is Flag Day ours? Flag Day is ours. All right. Next question uh, is uh, <laughs> from Ad Hawkeye uh, Off Tackle. Uh, and he <laughs> wants to know, would you rather have a 20-year-old mystery big that could be amazing or just okay? <laughs> Or a slam dunk, guaranteed, great big Sabonis at 25 years old. Also, he would probably stay in OKC and be happy and not have to play on the coast. This feels like a leading question. It feels like feels like Hawkeye off the tackle has an opinion on this. I think he might. And the thing is that, sure, like I, your point is well taken. Chet or Domas? I take chat. Yeah. But the I understand what where you're coming from because Jabari on, Smith or Domas. Honestly, trading for Domas may end up being the better thing for this team long term. It could be. I'm not going to discount the question and say that like you're an idiot. We have to do it this way and this is the only way and this is how we get to a championship. There's a chance that that is the better way. However, the Thunder aren't going to do it that way. Like you just have to know that. You have to know that they're going the draft route. And say they do get a top two pick in this draft, and they draft one of these guys, and they become a franchise player. Well, you, you wouldn't have the chance to do that if you traded for for Damos. Couldn't do it. Who? Damos. That's what Russell Westbrook called him all oh, season. Dang it! I tried to get him. Dude. <laughs> No wonder he played so terrified. Damos. You wouldn't even dignify him by knowing his name. <laughs> yeah, he, he bullied him all year calling him Damos. <laughs> and, and poor Domos didn't say a word about it, probably. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I... Man, I just... I That's would, funny. That is funny. Yeah, I would... 
I would say that like if you think that way, like it, you're not you're not off base with like the logic there, but you have to know that he is not the key to winning a title. If he was, the Pacers wouldn't even think about trading him, and also the Pacers wouldn't suck. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like he needs to be like your fourth best player, probably. And maybe third, maybe third, but yeah, I get the point. I get yeah, the point. he's yeah. not. If he's your second best not player, your you're not going anywhere, no. unless you have Luca. You know, then then maybe he yeah. could be the your Mavs second be, or third best player. Mavs would be in a better position if they had Domas instead of Porzingis. Not really. Yeah. No, Porzingis has played really well. Yeah, he's been good. Like he's been legitimately good this year. So I don't know. I I think that he's a good he's a good player. Is he a all star in the Western Conference? Probably not. He's an all star in the East. Cool. I do just wonder, and, and I think the other thing is, is like I, it's pretty clear to me that you're looking for a stretch big for this team. Like Shea needs space to operate. Well, you either need a stretch big or you need somebody else on the wing that could really really, really, really shoot really, it. Yeah, yeah. So I think that where for a Thunder fan to think this direction. This is the kind of trade that wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility in three or four years. Maybe even two years. You know what I'm saying? Like where it's like, and we always go back to this, is the Jeff Green for Kendrick Perkins trade. Who? Ken Rich. <laughs> uh, but that trade that was like, hey, this is a need. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's fill. That could be where that- if this came back up in two or three years and you do draft. So say the Thunder look out and they get, they get, three or two and ten because the Clippers fall off a cliff after the All-Star break or whatever. Like, just saying, just potentially. Because you got to remember, the year that... I mean, Jeff Green was, what, fifth? Was it KD at two and Jeff Green at five? Yes. So, say that they get a tenth pick and he's good, but he doesn't seem to fit really what they want. And Mm -hmm. you've got a team like the Pacers or whoever that says, hey, we need to rebuild... We have a piece that makes more sense for your roster. You have a piece that makes more sense for our roster. Yep. Let's make this swap and throw in some picks to make it work. Like that's when a Domas kind of ad makes sense. There, but there the will be a there. trade like that. That will happen because they will not. There will be a position that's not filled, and also they're just going to have so many assets that they're going to need to spend them on somebody, or they'll upgrade a spot. That will happen. Yeah. It's just not time. You know, the, this is not, no. it's too early no. for something like that. That is an impatient move. Yeah, we still got time to check out some draft picks, see if they're going to do it, and then if it doesn't work, trade them. Let's go get these boys. All of them. Yeah, give it give it two or three years before something like that happens. It's just too early to, to try to jump on that. Uh, at Thunder underscore draft, if OKC ends up with the fifth pick, would you trade Dort and JRE? To move up to number two to take Chet Holmgren if he's available. No. Probably. Do I get to keep the fifth pick? No. No. You I think trade, he's saying trade, trade the five. Five, five door and JRE. say that. That's not what he said here. <laughs> <laughs> Just door and JRE for two and five. Yeah, I would do that. <laughs> I do think it is something that. Five Dort and JRE is, is probably too much. Dort yeah, is I really, wouldn't do it. Dort, I just, Dort I just really wonder how desperate the Thunder are going to get to get into the top two or three if they don't get the luck this year. Yeah, I think... I mean, Dort is is really good. He's really good. Yeah. I would trade Jeremiah. I'd put him as a part of the package, and then I would say, let's, let's do two draft picks, two additional draft picks. Could we do five 
Bay's JRE? No. Another th- they're going to say no. Then like you have to give us four more draft picks. Oh, for that wow. <laughs> We're not taking that contract Potential, on. dude. Um, yeah, I mean, I I need to watch more of Chet, number one. I want to see a little bit more of him. He's a thin Lizzie, man. He's a thin Lizzie. Yeah, I've seen enough. I've seen enough. <laughs> I don't need to see any more. I've seen enough. I no, watched I, one game. I like Chet. I think that he's going to be a good pro. How good is he going to be? I don't know. But I don't know that I would make that trade. I don't know that I would do that. But the fifth pick in the draft would be not great for this team. Uh, at Andrew Boo Boo 2. What current or ex-Thunder player would you most want to date your daughter, assuming age appropriateness and all of that? Jay and I don't have daughters. You're the only one with a daughter. Yeah, this feels really weird. Hmm. Jerry. Still baby. At Top Gomer <laughs> 77, what's the best comp for Coach Degnault? Could be past or any present coach. <laughs> It's hard to know. How do you comp coaches like that? What's a coach that didn't play college basketball? Okay. Didn't Spolstra? Play, didn't play in the league. Spolstra. Spolstra. Spolstra also started in the video the video department. Yeah. Or film department or whatever. Yeah, that's probably the closest is Spo. It's, that's just quite the jump. Don't doubt him. And it's, he got so mad the other it's night. It's really we were, funny. Just listening to him just get so mad at the officials. He was yelling so much about a three-second call. He was like, they were in the lane. And he got every single official's like, attention. And he was like, hey, they were camping out in the lane for 10 seconds. We should have three technicals and three free throws right now. Like, yell. And then he, and then he like, called the other one over, and he said the same thing to them. And then he called the other one over, and he said the same thing to them. Oh, it was just glorious. That would be awesome if they did that It like – if they caught it and then they go back and watch film, they're like, actually, guys, we caught this three seconds late, so it's going to count as two. Mm-hmm. And the officials are just like, okay. okay man. You know? it was I think so it's great. really funny to comp coaches, though. I think we should do that every week. What are things that you're <laughs> noticing being that close that have been, I don't know, eye-opening or changed your perspective of things? Like, Is there anything from being up front that you've seen and you're like man if fans knew this side of what goes on or i don't know is there anything like that that you've just mm-hmm. noticed that's been intriguing mm-hmm. yeah what can you say is i mean the real question because like, you can hear everything yeah no i mean mark is is extremely vocal you know to cuss a lot not a lot but some definitely um like a well-placed cuss word every once in yeah, a while yeah 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 justified now he's i'm i've been very impressed with him number one uh, number two, this league is so difficult. Like, it is. It's one thing like watching like TV or even even high up in like the one hundred section, but when you're that close and you see how big these guys are and how fast and strong they are, it is. This league is impossible, man. Like it is. Like the normal person like sees a like one of the worst players in the league and thinks like, oh man, you know what? I can probably hang with him. Yeah. Like, bro. You have no clue. Like it yeah. looks, it, it doesn't even feel. I, I I don't feel like I could I could step on the court and survive for for ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Like it is that physical. It is that. It is the. It's impossible. 
it's just crazy what these guys can do. Yeah. And how fast they are and how giant they are. I mean, it's, and I know a lot of people understand that, but. Speaking of tonight. Yeah. Supposedly, you get to see LeBron James. I really hope so. I really, really hope so. He just never plays in OKC. I really hope that he does, but I would not be surprised. You talk about the most physically impressive, maybe athlete of all time. Yeah. All time. Yeah. 6'9", 2'50". Can you imagine this right now? You are actually, you, you are on a basketball court and LeBron James actually wants to you have no shot. get you have by no, you, you and no dunk shot. on you. No shot. He would just you go no th- just straight through me. Yeah. Yeah. Literally no shot. It's like he's squeaking He's the greatest to, athlete of all time. Like, if you combine everything that he No, does. I think, like, would you... Uh, my question is, would you live? I'd live. live. Just because for me is like... So, this is... Okay, so you the whole him. move is not like trying to stop him; it's just trying to brace myself. That's no, no, why no. I'd he lift. wants to. He wants to like send a message to you. You so you guard <laughs> him on the perimeter, right? So you're going to guard him on the perimeter. You're going to stay yeah. tight with him. He's going to blow by you. More than likely, almost mm. everybody that's listening to that he's going to blow by you. Yeah, and so you're going to be trailing immediately, which doesn't mean any, it doesn't mean anything. You have no shot to get up there. You can't even approach how elevated he gets. Or if you sag underneath him and he says, hey, I'm not going to shoot this because I want to murder you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to dunk on top of you with such force that it's going to hurt. Yeah. yeah. And don't even dare go up. Because you go up, who knows what part of his body he's going to hit you in the mouth. No, with. your wife's in the stands. You have to go up. Fine. Then he's yeah. going to hit you. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be right in his chest, maybe. Yeah. It'd be a cool way to die. Belly button. It would be. Belly like, button. Last thing you see is LeBron James' belly button. And if you, I mean, so think about it. So, uh, Nurkic, that dunk that yeah. LeBron, I've watched almost all of LeBron's career. Maybe my favorite dunk. Yeah. That one it's was, either that one or the one where he just murders. He Jason Terry gets it one time. And yeah. Damon Jones. Nope. What was that guy's name? Anyway, he played for the Cavs, played for the Heat. Yeah. Was a coach. Was it Damon Jones? Anyway, but whatever it was, these two different times where he kills. But I think the one against Nurkic was the angriest dunk he's ever had. Yeah. And if he did that to you. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Or like one of those over. two, like two-handers, his legs are up in the air. Yeah. I don't know, man. You'd die. You'd I don't die. know if you'd actually die, but I don't, you, would not, you would not feel awesome. You would never feel that kind of force from another human ever again. I was thinking about that with Shaq too. Like, yeah. Shaq's totally different because he doesn't. He's not going to have that running jump at you. But Shaq trying to guard Shaq on the post. Oh my lord! There's that video. It'd just be nothing. It, like it's just it's he did that to guys his size. I might as well not be there. Yeah. You know. It, yeah. Speaking of not being there, bye. Hey, <laughs> before you go, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go, Vangelop wants to know: Do you like eggnog? Do I like eggnog? Yeah. No. I'm a huge Nog fan. You're a Nog man. I'm a Nog man. You're an, you got a Nog noggin. We went last night to Brahms. You did. Trying to get some eggnog shakes. Yeah. Ew. It's their ice cream. It's good. Ew. Didn't have it Ew. all out. Wow. I'm not an eggnogger. There's a lot of stuck in out the, there. Stuck out there in the ocean. It's shipping orders. Uh, Epin Elephant King, what songs from Alex's playlist does he listen to before recording the Wednesday pod? Is it all Taylor Swift and Heartbreak? Hello, darkness, my old friend. Cut my life into pieces. He did send that documentary of that song. So maybe it was the whole. Was he sending a message? 
He might have been sending a message. Was he trying to tell us something? I think so. He was on one on Wednesday. He was. That was a. Uh, that was quite a pod. Bye, that that's boys. All right, bye. Yeah, that was quite a pod. At uh, Rossby says, assuming the rest of the roster is the same, would you rather have SGA and Giddy or Giddy and Evan Mobley? I pass. I don't want to answer this question, man. I'd rather. I think. I I'd, still think that I'd rather have SGA. I don't think in the end we're going to regret having more wings, but I, I just watch Evan Mobley and he's just a. Obviously, I think Cade as well. And we just don't know, man. These guys are rookies. We but just you, don't know. You look at franchise altering, like possibly generational guys, and Mobley has a lot of that to him. Yeah. And I obviously don't see that in, in Giddy. I do see parts of that in Shea, man. Yeah. Like you just watch these last two games against Detroit and Toronto, which I know mm-hmm. the competition isn't great, but like, what do you have, 13 assists against Detroit? His passing has been unbelievable. And his, his side, he. His step back, which is not really a step back, it's more a step to the side, side step, three yeah. point. Dude, he's just developing skills that are just elite and Yeah, I mean he's like six five, seven foot wingspan, yeah. like has pretty much everything in his back really that you special, would want. Man. I, I think mean, we I think we under somehow underrate Shea because he's without just a doubt. playing so hard on a team that just doesn't fit and he's leading well and he's not growing bittered. He's completely he's not bought Miles in. Turner, you know, yeah. like yeah, yeah. Shea is, and that's partly, I think, dude, I'm making this correlation, but I do think it's because Shea came from a place where he wasn't a highly recruited guy. Like, no. obviously, he still went to Kentucky, so he was elite. But he was the seventh highest rated recruit on that Kentucky yeah. team. Yeah, and I think that there's part of that where, like, his career is developed by his work ethic. Yeah. And, and obviously, Coach Mark and Sam are cons- constantly... Yeah. communicating to Shea what's going on. Here's where we are. Like, yeah. Trust us in this process. We're going to... When you think about it, too, the Thunder may have had this option. Right. I am nervous. I am nervous if luck doesn't go their way. Is Does this become more of a reality? Like It's possible. So if they, if they get sixth again this year and they got the third worst odds, like is there a place where they hit the larger reset... To get a Paolo, to get a Chet, to get a whoever. And I don't know if either one of these guys, it may be 2023 again. Yeah. It'd um, probably be the 23. You know, because there's, you have like guys that, that, that drafts even more top heavy. Yeah. But I just think you're going to, there's no, it's hard for me to look at that and not think that you would regret getting rid of Shea. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, Shea is, is really good and still young, still developing, still he is. getting better. Is he twenty three? Yeah, he's yeah. still getting all, he's still getting better. So he's, yeah, he's still three or four years away from prime. Yeah. So I and, but seven years of seven years minimally of really good basketball and the way his game is developing, he's not dependent on his athleticism. Yeah, it's there, but he's not dependent on it. So I think you've yeah. got a, a ten year minimally window of really high quality basketball from Shea. Yeah, which is the encouragement. Like we don't have to rush the rebuild. No. Like even if you draft guys in the next two drafts and you've got. Those guys at 23, 24, mm-hmm. and Shea's at 30, like mm-hmm. you still have a high chance to be really, really good. Yeah. Well, and, and also, but that, 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 that but age range still doesn't work. The but. reason that I, I, I mean, Evan Mobley could end up being a better player than Shea. That's totally possible. But you have to have shot creation. Oh, yeah. If you don't have, if you trade Shea and you have Giddy and you have Mobley, you, have, you don't have any shot creation on your roster. Like there's nobody out there that's creating oh, the their own shot. Just going to be stuck. It would it would be tough. It would be t- 
tough. Because Giddy, I love Giddy. He's a distributor. I love Giddy's game, but he's not a shot creator. No. And not he like that. May, maybe one day he can be. Because, I mean, yeah. dude, he's the second youngest player in the NBA right now. Yeah. And he doesn't play like it at all. Oh, man. I think we forget that about him, too. I'm infatuated with Giddy. Yeah. He's great. But he's not a shot creator. He's mm. not going to go get you a bucket. Is he I mean, the second youngest player in the NBA? Yeah. His first youngest Poku? <laughs> Feels like it. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's why, because I wouldn't... Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think you the minute you trade him, it's like, okay, great, we need to get the next shot creator. Well, who is that? Like, if you don't get Scoot in 23, like, who are you, like, you going to get? And, like, that's... I think it's more difficult to find the guy like Shea and less difficult to find a big guy. Yeah, I think like, that's fair. And to find a talent like Mobley, obviously, like, yeah. that's tough. But you don't have to have... He doesn't have to be that good to get there. No, and and yeah, it's you're hunting in this draft to get a guy like Shea. Yeah, like that's that's the point of the to get the, that's the point of the tank. They'd be lucky to get somebody that yeah. talented yeah. in this so next draft. I'm with you. I, I think you're right. It's just hard, man, because it's you know it's Mobley is that freak kind of what does he look like in five years? And it and it could just be this like revolutionary yeah. big. Yeah. Uh, but I do think Shea, man, Shea's 23 and is already proving it at this level. And I don't think we have any clue what Shea would look like today if he had a like a legitimate, intentionally built roster around him. Yeah, if he had a lot of shooting around him. Mm-hmm. I think he would I think he would be an all-star, honestly. Yeah, on a good team. Yep. Yeah, I think so too. Which is what would be really bad. Like if we traded him and all of a sudden you're like, oh, cool, now he is literally this yeah. leading player on a team that's... You trade him for a draft pick. Then like... Yeah. That's a real risk. You're you will have a James Harden size pit in your stomach for the next decade. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks so yeah, much right. for coin tuning flip. in. All on a coin <laughs> don't flip. Don't do that. Don't do that. Adam. All right. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you guys again on Monday.